Hi, Keith here. The Rebel Civic Show on the Unsafe Space Network is an education and discussion show on the principles of government, society, and individual rights. Today, I'm going to talk about the demands for federal gun control following the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, and the demands for the repeal of the Second Amendment. Uh, as if that's going to solve the problem. So I want to start with talk a bit about the uh, timeline. Uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the um, shooting itself. Lots of people are covering that. Uh, but I just want to go through what, what happened here. Um, in Avaldi, uh, Texas, uh, around 11.30 in the morning, a uh, after following a car crash, apparently he was being chased by uh, the police, a uh, guy got out of the car with or truck with a gun, two guns, uh, AR-15 style. Um, at 1130, uh, somebody called in, uh, a teacher called uh, that somebody with a gun was on school property. Um, he goes in the building uh, after about 10 minutes outside. Within a few minutes, um, the police arrive. Uh, here's the timeline here. Uh, the first call was 1130. Uh, 11.31, he's in the parking lot. 11.33, he'd enter school. 11.35, the police enter the school. Uh, three cops at first. Um, he fired rounds. Uh, they started posting on Facebook, because you certainly got to get it out on Facebook as fast as possible. Uh, they also got it out on Twitter within a few minutes. Uh, by 11.44, more police officers aside, more arrive. Uh, there was a minimal engagement with the shooter. One one of the officers got grazed, so they backed away. Um, people started filming. Uh, by noon, there was somewhere in the neighborhood of 19 officers inside the school's hallway uh, while the shooter was in a room killing kids. Um, over the next half hour, 45 minutes, the shooter continues. The police didn't engage him. Uh, apparently, they had trouble getting in a door. Um, they were resisting parents from going in, They, uh, including arresting and tasing parents who were going to go in and do something. At 12.15, a Border Patrol tactical unit arrives. Uh, the police stopped the Border Patrol tactical unit from going in right away. Um, eventually, the Border Patrol ignored the uh, you know police who were in charge of the scene. They went in anyway, and somewhere around 10 of 1, Yep, 12.50, the Border Patrol kills the gunman. Uh, that's an hour and 20 minutes after he went in. Um, that's that's mind-boggling that you'd take that long with an active shooter situation. Uh, throughout that time, kids actually in the classroom with the, with the shooter are calling in, uh, trying to get people to come in. Um, here's a Reason article. Uh, they talked about you know 45 minutes these times were uh, varied in the reports because the police were lying so um the the so-called first responders here uh we're talking an hour and 20 minutes uh, that's a long time uh, to leave an active shooter case um there were 19 officers in there there are plenty of officers to do whatever needed to be done with one exception the incident commander believed they needed more equipment and more officers to do a tactical breach um this is this is incredible it's it's as they say here it's it's sickening um there are children who were bleeding for a long period of time one example i saw where uh she basically bled out she died you know an hour after being shot in the hospital um because it took so long for them to get in 
Okay, that's all I want to talk about as far as the incident. Um, probably most of you have heard about it. So, what do we hear? Uh, this, two seconds after this happens, actually, before they even got the shooter, people already started talking about, we need more federal gun control. Congress has to do something. We need an assault weapon ban. Um, we need rifles, should be illegal. He shouldn't have had a gun. Um, they blame the gun. That's typical. Uh, here's uh, This is from a little while ago, but Biden calling for a ban on so-called assault weapons. Um, Biden took a uh, common sense steps. He vowed to take common sense steps on firearms. Um, renewed a call for ban assault weapons, ban high capacity magazines, as if the high capacity magazines and the style weapon were the problem. Uh, if you have an hour and 20 minutes to shoot up a classroom, it doesn't matter how many rounds per minute the gun can shoot or how long it takes to reload or how many rounds are in one magazine. Um, not that this really matters for my point, but these reactions about banning a particular type of gun are, are ludicrous. They're not going to solve the problem this way. Um, also, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris has also called for the same thing. Um, I was going to read a quote here. Um, this is uh, in an article about Biden. Yesterday, Biden went to Texas Sunday to uh, offer his condolences to the families. Um, Here's a, a quote. This was from Vice President Kamala Harris after the Buffalo shooting fairly recently, mass shooting in a supermarket in Buffalo, New York. We are not sitting around waiting to figure out what the solution is. You know, we're not looking for a vaccine. Actually, maybe they should. This looks like it might have been a mental problem, but I don't know if you can vaccinate them to solve it. But we know what works on this, Harris told reporters near Air Force One, adding, let's have an assault weapons ban. You know what an assault weapon is? You know how an assault weapon was designed? It was designed for a specific purpose, to kill a lot of human beings quickly. An assault weapon is a weapon of war with no place, no place in a civil society, she said. Um, well, it is actually designed to kill people. That part's true. Um, as far as a weapon of war, well, okay. Uh, Certain rifles are designed for war, although they're very difficult to buy in the United States, and he didn't use a military-grade rifle. Um, as far as no place in a civil society, um, that's what I'm going to get into here. What is actually the point of citizens having and not being infringed on the right to keep and bear arms? Um, I want to just note that Kamala Harris made those comments about Buffalo in one of the states with the strictest gun control in the U.S., like how did he even get in there? Pretty much everywhere is a gun-free zone. Um, it's very difficult to get a carry permit. If you have a carry permit from another state, you're not allowed to use it. Uh, if you have a gun in a car, it's got to be locked up with no ammo in it. And in New York, the ammo has to be in a separate hard-sided locked container. So if laws fix this problem, I'm not sure what Kamala is talking about it because she's in a place that has super strict laws. Um, the whole concept is uh, is ridiculous. Uh, they brought up the federal assault weapons ban. Um, there's another funny one. Uh, you know, that was something that uh, 
former Senator Joe Biden had a big hand in getting passed in 1994. Uh, that was in place for 10 years. There's a federal ban on so-called assault weapons, assault rifles, which included the, the firearm that was used in Uvalde, Texas. Um, it had no measurable effect on violence committed with guns, uh, had no measurable effect on different types of guns. Um, after 10 years, it was dropped because it was uh, impossible to argue that it that it did anything. Uh, recently, Nancy Pelosi is calling for it again. Joe Biden's calling for it again. Kamala Harris and lots and lots of people on Twitter and Facebook this week are demanding that black guns be banned. Um, here's my shirt as far as what I think about that. Uh, black guns matter, folks. Um, you can't ban a gun just because it's black. I'm going to talk a little more about the definition later. Um, another another uh, call that's been trotted out is that the uh, police department need more money and more training. Uh, here's another uh, ludicrous attempt to weaponize the dead children to for a preset agenda that people have. Um, a few years ago, the Evaldi Police Department got $23 million in state funding for tactical gear, including vests. Um, the, every officer was issued a, uh, a vest that is capable of stopping a uh, rifle round from an AR-15. Um, it didn't matter. They stood outside and stopped parents from going in who were willing to go in without the kit. Uh, I would have liked to seen some of the parents who happened to go there with with their own weapons uh, ask the cop, "Hey, can I borrow your tactical gear, your helmet, and your bulletproof vest, and and some of your other stuff? Because I'm going to go in and do something if you're not." And Texas taxpayers should get the twenty three million dollars back from the police department. Obviously, it didn't do any good. As far as training goes, uh, I have an article here on recent training. Let me share this one. The uh, Uvalde Police Department has been trained twice recently in this exact thing, uh, in, in active shooter scenarios. Uh, they didn't follow their training. Uh, one, of the, one of the training they did was an all-day training two months ago, which included drills in schools. Um, they were in the hallway, they did scenarios, uh, they did simulations of active shooters in schools. Um, here's a line here I just want to read. In their training, the short duration and high casualty rates produced by these events require immediate response to reduce the loss of life. In many cases, that immediate response means a single solo officer response until such a time as other forces can arrive. The best hope is that innocent victims, the best hope that innocent victims have is that offers immediately move into action to isolate, distract, or neutralize the threat, even if that means one officer acting alone. Um, They've had two trainings in the last year. So uh, they've had 23 million, more money, more training. Uh, that's not the problem. Um, I'd like to talk about the, the fundamental principle here um, of, of what they're trying to do. So people are using this event, the Buffalo event, and going all the way back. Sandy Hook, Columbine, Pyle's Nightclub, the church shooting in Texas, the church shooting in Charleston. Uh, they're, they have a predetermined agenda. They want to control. They want to ban firearms. They want to restrict our rights to keep and bear arms, our right to self-defense. And they'll weaponize dead children for it immediately. They didn't even wait until 
they found out really what happened or what the problem was. Um, it looks like the the man, I'm going to call him man because he was 18, the man in Texas who did the school shooting in Uvalde, um, he, he was a known problem. Uh, he had a f- history of things like uh, beheading the cat, um, cutting his face uh, and, and going into school with his cut up face. Uh, I don't know if he was on SSRI medications or 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 what, but um, I think you have to wait and find out what were his mental defects. There's obviously something wrong with him. Uh, the particular rifle he picked is not the problem. Um, even firearms itself isn't the problem. Somebody that wishes to do that uh, could use another method. i just point out that the two uh, massive... Um, killings in my lifetime. Uh, one is 9-11. Uh, they used airplanes. There's no firearms there. Uh, another one, the biggest one in the U.S., the second biggest one after that, is the Oklahoma City bombing um, of a building. Uh, killed a, over 100 people. And, um, he didn't use a firearm either. Somebody that's crazy enough to do this, uh, banning a particular model rifle or magazine size doesn't stop them. Um, these things happen in other other countries uh, and they can use other weapons. So the whole concept of what they're trying to do to fix the problem is wrong. They're not going to fix it that way. Um, and I also like to point out that the biggest school mass killing in U.S. history uh, was actually also in Texas. Uh, it was done by the FBI at the Branch Davidians Home School. I'll just leave it at that. Um, but that's the biggest one I know of biggest school killing. Um, So I'm going to go through some slides I have here uh, with some definitions. All right, I'm going to go through a couple definitions here. Uh, The first, um, of course, the Second Amendment. Uh, I'm going to read that. This was ratified in 1791. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, what they, we talk about the operative clause of this is that the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is instruction to Congress, to the federal government, that they're not allowed to infringe on this right. Uh, there's some definitions here I want to go through. Whenever we're reading the constitution the the amendments we have to go back to the wording and the definitions at the time it was written you want to understand the original intent of this and what it was about so militia that was defined as male able-bodied between 18 and 45. It's, it's all of the people that are healthy and able to do that male at the time um, now i would include uh, some females that are capable, um, maybe all females, but but it's uh, it's all people. Uh, the militia is not the National Guard. The militia is not the army. The militia is not the government. The militia is not any government employee. Uh, a uh, an, another definition from the time is that uh, it includes any male age eighteen forty five that is not part of of the government not an office not a holder of an office so uh it's i think i would include uh police state police uh certainly national guard they've lost their position in the militia they have a conflict of interest they work for the federal government at this point um 
So the militia is, is the people. Uh, arms from a 1771 legal dictionary by Timothy Cunningham. Arms is anything that a man wears for his defense or takes into his hands or useth in wrath to cast at or strike another. That's what they meant by arms in the second definition, second amendment. Bear means to carry. Uh, that's an easy English word. Bear just means to carry. When you say the right to, to bear arms, it's the right to carry. The word regulated, that's an interesting one because often we hear people claim that that means regulation as in federal laws. Uh, regulated, well-regulated in the founder's use of the word, that means discipline and training. So a regulated militia is one that spends time training. Um, at the, in the 1700s, 1800s, that was a group of men at the time that would regularly drill uh, in military tactics using their own weapons. Uh, they were disciplined, they were trained, and that was called, that's called well-regulated. Uh, Noah Webster, uh, he's the dude who came up with the dictionary that we still often use. Um, another word in there is free state. What does it mean in the Second Amendment uh, when they talk about a free state? That's in the, I'm going to back up to this, being necessary to the security of a free state. Uh, what Noah Webster defined that is a free state is one where a standing army cannot rule because the people are well armed. That's a good definition. Uh, and quote from Noah Webster, the supreme power in America cannot enforce unjust laws by the sword because the whole body of the people are armed. We're getting into the reason for the Second Amendment, why the founders included it. Uh, it's a reminder to the federal government they're not allowed to infringe on the right to keep and bear arms. And the key reason for this was not hunting. It was not self-defense. To the founders, that was a given. Of course, you can hunt or defend your property and your family from thieves and criminals and invaders. Um, the primary reason for the Second event, Amendment is so that the citizens are protected from the government. The government cannot become tyrannical. The citizens are well armed. They were certainly talking about military-grade weapons. Uh, Sam Adams on firearm rights. Among the natural rights of the colonists are these. First, a right to life. Second, to liberty. Third, to property, together with the right to, to support and defend them in the best manner they can. This is commonly called the first law of nature. This is Sam Adams in 1772. Um, and I have one more definition here. This one's actually mine. I wrote this when uh, last time the assault rifle ban was, was being trotted out. Uh, a assault rifle is a black semi-automatic rifle visually appearing similar to rifles used by the military and as Hollywood movie props, which often result in fear by those with no knowledge of firearms. I offered this up to, uh, I think it was uh, Congressman Pelosi and uh, Congressman Brian Mast at the time, a few years ago. They were attempting to get another uh, assault weapon ban through. Uh, Brian Mass happens to be the congressman from my district. Uh, he's he's one of the Rhino Republican types, so he's a quote unquote Republican who wants who was uh, trying to get Trump to ban assault rifles. So I offered this definition to him, but uh, he he never replied. Um, they were attempting to ban assault rifles or assault weapons, but 
they can't define it. Uh, it's never really been adequately defined. That's why you see places like New Jersey where it's illegal to sell them. They have New Jersey compliant rifles. Uh, maybe it can't be black or have a folding stock or some other cosmetic feature or handy feature. It can't have a pistol grip front. Um, none of that has anything to do with how it shoots. And in Ovaldi, the guy could have bought a 30-06 hunting rifle and he had an hour and 20 minutes to kill 19 people. Um, you, could, you could have a single load rifle and do that. Anyway, I offered up a definition, but they, they didn't use my definition. All right, so be it. Uh, I was going to quote uh, from Scalia. And normally, as, as anybody's watched my show before, uh, knows that the Supreme Court is far from the final word. They're just of an opinion. But the uh, Heller was an interesting case. That's the one uh, where the Supreme Court affirmed the right to keep and bear arms is an individual right. It doesn't have to be from the militia. Um, what Scalia wrote in that, uh, that well-regulated means discipline and training, uh, which, which I earlier said. Uh, and here's a quote from Scalia. It was understood across the sp political spectrum that the right helped secure the ideal of a citizen militia which might be necessary to pose an oppressive military force if constitutional order broke down. The threat the new federal government would destroy the citizens' militia by taking away their arms was the reason that the right was codified in a written constitution. So he's explaining why the founders included the Second Amendment. Uh, it was about protecting the citizens from the federal government. And they're even specifically about the federal government. At the time, they, they were not concerned about state governments. This is about the formation of the federal government. The Second Amendment is a restriction on the federal government. Uh, this is a new, a, a relatively new thing that people claim it's incorporated on the states. Uh, I won't get into that today, but I'd like to talk about that later. Um, a couple, another thing I was going to read from Heller. Uh, this is from the syllabus. The any federalists feared the federal government would disarm the people in order to disable the citizens' militia. The response was to deny Congress power to abridge the ancient right of individuals to keep and bear arms. By ancient right, they're talking about some. They're, they're talking about right that it goes way back. So uh, I know what people mean usually when they say constitutional right or Second Amendment right, but there's no such thing. There's no such thing as a Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. Uh, there's no such thing as a Second Amendment right. There's no such thing as a constitutional right. I don't like that wording because it implies that the right comes from the words of that text. And if that text wasn't there, the right wouldn't exist. Uh, that's false. The right was around before the federal government was formed. It was around before 1791 when the amendment was ratified. Uh, the right is a natural right that, that humans have. It's part of the right to life, the right to defend it as best you can. So I occasionally, you may hear me object if somebody says second amendment right. I say there's no such thing. And the reason I'm bringing that up on the show is because people are demanding that the Second Amendment be repealed. Uh, guess what? That does absolutely nothing legally because the Second Amendment is simply a reminder to the federal government that they can't infringe on the right. Um, if the Second Amendment wasn't there, it wouldn't change anything about the uh about the um, authority that was delegated to Congress or the president. So, no, there's nothing in the Constitution that allows the president to issue an executive order restricting rights, uh, even though they do it all the time. Uh, uh, 
Biden has done a dozen or more. Uh, Trump did some. Uh, he Trump issued an ex executive order. He banned a piece of plastic and a spring, claiming that's an automatic weapon. Um, and that he has authority to do that. Uh, Obama did too. Um, these go way back. All right. I got my pocket constitution here. Uh, Article 1, Section 8 is where you have to go because, as I said, the Second Amendment is just a reminder. If they repeal that, it doesn't change anything. You still have to go back to Article 1 of the Constitution, Section 8, which defines all of the powers to Congress. Uh, as I've showed before in a show, it's a one-page thing. Doesn't take very long to read. Guess what? There's nothing in there. Congress has no power to make any regulations, any infringement on the right to keep and bear arms. Uh, it does not exist. Therefore, they can't do it legally. Uh, every federal law related to infringing on that right is illegal, unconstitutional. Uh, I have a list of a few of them. Um, these are all illegal. They're unconstitutional. Uh, what I would like to see is the states ignoring the, fed, the feds on these. Uh, the National Firearm Rights NFA of 1934, uh, that was the first regulation. It taxed and registered machine guns, short-barreled rifles and shotguns, and suppressors. Uh, that's illegal. The Omnibus Crime Control and Safe Streets Act of 1968, that's the one that made the minimum age 21 for handguns throughout the U.S. That's unconstitutional. The Gun Control Act of 1968, that prohibits interstate firearms transfer except by licensed manufacturers and dealers. Uh, all sorts of mischief have come out of this. They claim they can do this under the Commerce Clause. Uh, guess what, Congress? This is the opposite of what the Commerce Clause is. The Commerce Clause says that the federal government has the power to ensure commerce, to make sure that states don't attempt to violate Congress. Uh, they did, Congress themselves did exactly the opposite of what the Commerce Clause is for in this law by um, setting up this, this transfer to state illegal unless you have a license from the feds. Um, that's unconstitutional. The Firearm Owners Protection Act of 1986, uh, the name is a lie like all other um, federal legislation. Uh, they name it the opposite of what the thing actually does. So the Firearm Owners Protection Act, it protects owners from firearms, from their own firearms. Um, it banned sale of automatic firearms to civilians. So that was 1986. People talk about um, how did this country get our, get along without that. Uh, that was 1986 that became completely, you know, illegal. Uh, the Undetectable Firearms Act of 1986, as if firearms can't be detected because of this one thing, another dumb name or lie of a name, uh, that criminalized the sale and manufacture of a gun with less than 3.7 ounces of metal. Um, this is what makes the uh, the 3D printed gun so much fun. Um, it's very uh, very easy to get around this one. Uh, the Gun Free School Zone Act of 1993 that made no guns in a school zone. Uh, guess what? All the school zone shootings happen in gun free school zones, as if a sign stops a gunman. Um, you know, like like laws can can fix this problem and more laws will help. The Brady Handgun Violence Prevention Act of 1993, that required a background check. Uh, that's the NIC system. Uh, another amusing name and blatant eye lie. Handgun Violence Prevention Act. Like like did that 1993? There was no handgun violence. I guess that's what that title means. Um, by the way, that was a big NRA. 
uh, bill. They really pushed that through. But as uh, Michael Bolden of the Tenth Amendment Center has said, the NRA is the most effective gun control organization in U.S. history. Uh, they do believe in the big government. And I'm a member, by the way, and I have several NRA uh, certifications, as they call it. Um, but they're quite effective at, at gun control. Uh, they believe in uh, big federal government. But I digress. Another law, federal assault weapons ban. That was 1994 to 2004. Uh, it expired because it didn't do anything. Basically, uh, it banned semi-automatic rifles that sort of look like military rifles. Uh, you can't manufacture them for civilian use. It also banned large capacity magazines, uh, as if that uh, makes a big difference. Uh, if you look up the stats, which I'm not going to get into in this episode, but um, rifles and large capacity magazine rifles are not the preferred instrument of criminals that isn't the tool that is that is used uh, by criminals in any kind of significant numbers um, it had a 10-year sunset uh, there was no measurable effect on crime uh, so they couldn't argue to to repeat it um, it was never challenged under the second amendment uh, i don't know why it's a clear violation so anyway that long list sorry to uh, bore you with that long list of illegal unconstitutional congressional acts that president signed all along the way uh, there's no expressly delegated authority in article one of the constitution to do that uh, there's nothing in article two or article three that authorizes the president or the supreme court to weigh in on this in any manner they have no authority uh, executive orders are unconstitutional um, president biden pushing for an assault weapon ban quote unquote, uh, that's an impeachable offense. It's it's certainly an affront to his oath of office. Uh, he's took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. That's part of an oath that congressmen, presidents take, Supreme Court justices. Uh, by calling for a ban on assault weapons, they're violating that oath. Uh, the, the Second Amendment is quite clear what that is. Um, so conclusion here. Uh, repealing Second Amendment changes nothing legally. Um, per the Tenth Amendment, gun control, gun restrictions are up to individual states. And individual states have widely varying um, gun restrictions and gun rights recognition. Uh, I live in Florida. Florida is pretty good. I used to live in New Jersey. New Jersey is horrible. Um, New Jersey is one of the few states that does not have a constitutional amendment, a state constitutional amendment. For the right to keep and bear arms uh florida does florida has a quite clear one uh it's uh article one section eight of the florida constitution is where you should go if you live in florida and you're interested in the constitutional right to keep and bear arms because it's the florida one that matters not the federal one the federal one is an is a restriction on the federal government infringing on the right um and always keep in mind that the second amendment doesn't grant a right because governments don't grant rights uh, governments can infringe on rights, governments can support rights, but they don't grant rights. That's what I mean when I say there's no such thing as a Second Amendment right. Even though I often or usually agree with people who use that phrase, uh, the phrase itself is a admission or a uh, it certainly implies as a minimum that the federal government is in charge of this and that the right came from the Second Amendment. And if you repeal the Second Amendment, the right goes away. 
that's not how rights work. Uh, government can't grant rights. All it can do is infringe on them or recognize them. And the right to keep and bear arms predates the government. It did not come from the government. Um, we have the right. It's inherent in being human. It's a natural right. The Evaldi, Texas uh, shooting and the calls to, to restrict gun rights are just another example of people weaponizing dead children to further their, their preset agenda. Uh, it's another example of you can't rely on the police. An hour and 20 minutes is a long, long time. You know, people call the police, the police respond, the first responders, uh, the thin blue line. Well, in Uvalde, Texas, the thin blue line was the line between parents and their dying children. The police are second responders in most cases. First responders are the people on the scene. So remember, we are the first responders. Stay safe out there, folks. Bye for now. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe Space, check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production does not meet WHO health and safety standards. Please report to a United Nations sanitization center immediately. Association with the following individuals is strictly prohibited. Experts who benefit from printing money agree that printing money does not cause price inflation. Trust me, just two more weeks to slow the spread of monkeypox. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice courtesy. Never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake. <laughs>